Hello. Welcome to the official Sydney Comedy Festival podcast. I hope you're well. My name's Kyron Wheatley. Something a little bit different today. Rishi Bajrani and Jinx Yo are two of the three sons of Singapore that made their way down to Australia for the Sydney Comedy Festival. It's a very, very fresh scene in Singapore, and they still face a lot of trouble with censorship and being allowed to say certain things. In fact, you'll find out in a second, there's a list of things they're not allowed to say, but they push on. It's kind of like they're 50 years behind in the Graham Kennedy era on Australian TV. It's an interesting episode, this one. Rishi and Jinx, Sons of Singapore. Rishi Budrani and Jinx Yo, hello, how are you? Hi. Yeah, fantastic, thanks a lot. That's all right, that's good. Uh, did I get those names right? Uh, yep, yeah, 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 spot yeah. on, mate, yeah. Beautiful. I feel like we should be talking quietly. We're in like this incredible hotel lobby where there's like this old furniture and, you know, an amazing grand piano and an old bar. How did you hook this place up? <laughs> We didn't actually. Yeah. Like it, was <laughs> <laughs> it was just what was given to us. But uh, no, I think it's a pretty cool hotel. Uh, it just gets a bit spooky at night. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Because it is very old, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. All right. We start this podcast with a question from the previous guests who were uh, Kelfie and Fickle. And they ask, they did this, they did, okay, I, I should set this up. They did this thing where um, they, <laughs> they took turns with a word so to, to ask a question. So Kelfie said, like, would you mm-hmm. rather eat? <laughs> and the, it ended... <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Would you rather eat your mum's vagina or your dad's ass? <laughs> I think, Jinx, you might want to go for this one first. I need some time to think. <laughs> oh, and why? They didn't say and why. This is a yes-no question. Oh, this is a... Multiple choice is not open-ended, right? Do they I? didn't ask and why, but I might. I oh, might. Gosh. <laughs> oh. Wow. So the question is, would you rather eat your mum's vagina or your dad's ass? Yes, that's correct. Okay, I'm yeah. going to take the, the, the cop-out on this one. Um, I would rather eat my dad's donkey. Yeah, okay. Because I'm Chinese and we that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> Told you he have an answer for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> How have you been enjoying Sydney here for the Comedy Festival from Singapore? Yeah, it's been fantastic. It's my first time here uh, yeah. in Sydney. And uh, we've really been uh, enjoying the weather coming from 33, 34 degrees back home in Singapore. Yeah, it's quite humid there as well, right? Oh, yeah. Mm. And then really enjoying the hospitality. You know, they've, mm. they've been tri- treating us really well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we were really surprised, actually, because, you know, we're not doctors or businessmen or anything. We're comics right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when we got picked up and when we got put up and we got taken around and <laughs> we were given all this uh low carb cooper's light beer yeah. we were like whoa <laughs> score superstars <laughs> is this the first time you've traveled with comedy uh well, well for me yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I mean i've been i've been to uh, is this the first i would say it's the first time they have flying me somewhere and paying my expenses and all that yeah for accommodation and all that yeah i, I don't know for you Outside of Asia, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, most of the time, the the gigs I do are in Asia, Southeast Asia. But yeah. it's the first time uh, doing the Asia Pacific region in Australia. What's the comedy scene like in Southeast Asia and Singapore, especially? Um, in Singapore, it's quite a new scene actually. It's 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 it's, it's quite young. Um, How long's it been around for? Uh, I say three years or four years. Well, I think. Comedy for the expat community mm. started much earlier. Right. There's probably one comedy club at least uh, 
maybe about I don't know, close to five, six years, maybe even close to ten years ago. I don't know, seven, eight years ago. Right. There for was people for Americans and Australians and the English and just one club, and yep. they used to do monthly shows where they used to fly in comics from out of town. Yep. Once a month or something like that, but that didn't really work out uh, because there wasn't enough of an expat community. Sure. And they wanted to hear, even if you're an expat living in Singapore, you want to hear something about the country you're living in. Yeah. And then there was a bit of a renaissance, I would say, uh, yeah. maybe about two, three years ago where the uh, Comedy Club Asia, that's the uh, organization that brought us in here, um, they started doing monthly shows uh, at different clubs, at different venues, and they started bringing in uh, international comics once a month, but they also started uh, growing the local open mics, and um, there's a bunch of clubs that do it now. How do you start something like that? Um, faith. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, were there, were there people, were there comedians that really wanted to get up and and do five minutes and and couldn't because there was no spot for them or or did they open the club and sort of build it and they will come um i think in the beginning there was uh just a very small group of people who, who were doing it but it started to catch on when when the audience saw wow these these guys are doing it on stage and they're actually funny and then yeah. and then <laughs> and then i think i think more people on from the audience started to say hey maybe i can do this too and, and they started okay so, yeah, so cool. i think at one point in time we had like what a few dozen people like wanting to go on on a single night of yeah, open, wow. open mic night yeah yeah so. that's good growth in just a couple of years yeah I mean it's it's become very competitive now uh, back home well not in terms of uh, money or anything yet and maybe that's why we all still really good friends yeah <laughs> but <laughs> in terms of you know wanting stage time and wanting to better your craft wanting an audience to listen mm. uh, once upon a time I remember I think this was more. Uh, sometime late 2010 when Jing started that that's around the time right. Uh, I, I went on for the first time early 2011 and back then there were some nights where there would be more comics than audience members <laughs> now there's yeah. a lot of comics but there's just not enough time for everyone to get on every week so everyone's got to rotate spots you, you aren't promised a spot every week so yep. you've got to look at other rooms yeah and is there more rooms growing is there more rooms opening up yes in fact if you go to Singapore right now on a weekly basis there's uh, up to three rooms every week bare minimum so three gigs a week sort three of running week, at the yeah. moment uh open mic and improv yeah that's amazing i mean you know here you sort of you start in the clubs you work your way up you you then you do something like the comedy store which is a sort of a premiere venue or the comics lounge in melbourne maybe you start doing some radio you go on tv is that the same in singapore is there like are there panel shows in singapore you can go on like well in singapore uh it's it, uh it's a bit tough in that in that um Radio and TV is highly restricted by the government. Right. There's there's a lot of things you can. Uh, just to give you an example, recently there was this um, uh, Comedy Central. They just started a uh, uh, Comedy Central Asia in Singapore, and they wanted us to do a performance that might be recorded and might might get on TV. And they sent us this whole list of things you cannot talk about. <laughs> right. <laughs> just for example, you cannot say uh, uh, no racial stereotypes, <laughs> none none at all. Uh, anything you talk about race has to be factually accurate. That's what they say. Okay. <laughs> uh, you cannot say anything that is uh, negative about marriage and and family. You cannot say anything that is positive about homosexuality. You you cannot. Uh, uh, this this whole whole long list of rules that 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 we looked at it and wow, what can we talk about? You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So how do they even allow the comedy clubs then? Because obviously you're talking about that stuff in the clubs. Live work, live theater, live comedy. Uh, live performance art is less regulated sure. than anything that's mass media. Yeah. 
So uh, as soon as it becomes mass media, they've got their finger on the button. Yeah, because the the mass media in Singapore is state-owned. Mm. Most of it, anyway. Yeah. Or in some way or the other. Yeah. yeah. Most of it is directly state-owned. Some of it is um, insidiously, sure. backdoorishly yep. state-owned. State-owned, or at least sort of they're involved yeah. heavily in some way. Yeah. So how do you push against that? How do you... Like, I imagine that's what you want to do, yeah? Uh, well, I think getting where we've gotten... Uh, is something that no one in Singapore, if, if you spoke to anyone in Singapore five, ten years ago and said, hey, you know what, there's going to be a bunch of guys who are going to be flown into Sydney yeah, and tell jokes <laughs> to a bunch of drunk Asians in a club. yeah, <laughs> Oh, it's going to be great. They'll be like, no way Singaporeans are going to be able to do that. Yeah, But I think over the few years, that's what's happened. And um, I, th- I, we've been filmed a lot at the open mic nights mm. with a lot of uh, um, ideas for television, whether it was on uh, cable or whether it was on the uh, actual free-to-air TV. But unfortunately, none of the episodes ever made it to air yet. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So, but th- there has been promise. I think it's not mm. just the comics, but it's the networks that are also trying to push the limits. Just hasn't happened yet. Yeah. It's just time, I guess, isn't it? You know, it's the kind of thing. There's this uh, famous story in Australia about Graham Kennedy. Do you know Graham Kennedy? He was a he was an Australian TV host mm-hmm. in um, the '60s and '70s, sort of thing. And he was like a late night guy. He's like a Conan O'Brien type, but for Australia, David Letterman type, but for Australia. And you know, you couldn't swear on TV back then. What he did to 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 push that boundary is he was impersonating a, some sort of bird. He's going fuck. <laughs> and uh, that's the way he pushed it and he got thrown off the air for that but that's that was like the first you know the first little step into being able to say what you want on TV yeah. and now you can pretty much you know you can say what you like and on cable on the comedy channel you could say can't on air mm-hmm. and it would, there would be no problem in fact I, I saw it the other night huh. um, so I guess it's that isn't it it's just like these small steps but people lose their jobs you know it's like so he lost his job Grant Kenny lost his job are you worried either as that first group of people that might be sort of pushing these boundaries, pushing up, that you're going to come across a lot of, you know, loggerheads, aren't you? Mm. Uh, y- what we're hoping is that, you know, um, if we, like uh, like you said, live performances, we still get away with it uh, yeah. so far. <laughs> but yeah. I, I, we're hoping that through the live performances, you know, uh, as we perform, as more and more audiences uh, start to enjoy this and say, hey, wow, uh, you know, this is, this is not r- although he they, they might talk about these topics but this is actually like entertaining and it's not it's not offensive you know mm. so, so as as uh, as I, i'm hoping that as the audience start to accept these things that you know traditionally the government doesn't want us to talk about yeah i'm hoping that as the audience start to accept these things and and enjoy these things that uh they will start to be the uh uh yeah they're, they're the catalyst for change yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, what would happen if you went on the radio and, and said something that you're not allowed to talk about? There have been um, very famous uh, radio hosts who actually, uh, in a recent incident just not, not many months ago, they got fired from the network they were working for for a seemingly innocent and mundane comment on the air. But um, the uh, network producers were forced to take action. And these guys are, are big. You know, mm. they've, been, they've been on radio for... 10, 12 years, yeah. had their own show, uh, and they were very big in terms of, you know, getting celebrity endorsements and live shows and things like that. 
off the air just like that yeah yeah overnight so that's what happens i mean pretty cutthroat back there yeah um, and anywhere around the world i think you know uh until you reach a certain point where the regulations change not yet happen and to be fair the comedy scene is really young right now so i'd say you know the the renaissance i spoke about the revolution i spoke about yeah it probably started with like you know this batch of uh, comics like jinx and uh, yeah. uh, myself and uh, the other son of singapore fuzz I think there's going to be many more batches and, you know, there's yeah. going to be stuff that keeps New changing. waves. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, 15 years later, we, we, we could be having the same conversation and I could tell someone, hey, you know what? Someone just said cunt on air yeah. and it was cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I hope it works out that way. We finished this podcast with a question for the next guest. Uh, what have you got? What would you like to ask my next guest without knowing who they are? All right. I, I answer the question to you. So you come I up with the question. the question. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, from 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 the perspective of a person who doesn't live in Australia, I've heard a lot of expressions. Um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But um, <laughs> sometimes, I, the first time I heard this, I was confused because I was at the supermarket, right? Yeah. And I was going in the back to grab some water. And this guy, the, the owner, comes up to me and says, what are you after? And that's my question, I think. What are you after? <laughs> Very deep. We've had yeah. a deep discussion. <laughs> it's very deep. It's like the opposite of Kelfi and Fickle's question. I thought let's <laughs> kick it up a notch, yeah? yeah. Why not? <laughs> Sons of Singapore, thank you very much. Thanks thank you. Thank you. All right, Rishi Badrani and Jinx Yo, two of the three sons of Singapore that came down from Singapore uh, Sydney for the Sydney Comedy Festival. How exciting is that, you know, that um, there's, a, there's a new scene starting, only a few years old. It's so great. And comedy can be so subversive and uh, can really change thinking, can't it? So that's that's brilliant. Good on them. All right, taking over from them, my next guest will be Steel Saunders. My name's Kyron Wheatley. I'll see you then. Bye for now. Bye.